During my four years studying at Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit, Michigan, I was able to meet people who had grown up in different parts of the world. Sacred Heart Major Seminary had a little over 100 seminarians from multiple dioceses. Some were from China, some from Mexico, Peru, Canada, and there was even a number from Iraq, the place where Abraham had come from. Besides seminarians at the seminary, there were about 300 other lay people who were also studying there, studying for a special degree, whether in scripture or in theology. In a couple of my scripture classes, there was a man in his 20s who had grown up in Albania in a very rugged area. His mother was a shepherd, thus allowing him to also learn the trade of shepherding. During one of the classroom breaks, he told a few of us that his mother would often train a male lamb to be a shepherd. The sheep would be a sheep herder for the other sheep. Since the lamb grew up so close to her, he soon recognized her voice and became obedient to that voice. Once the lamb was grown, she would tie a bell around his neck. She would bring the sheep then to the mountainous range to graze. In the evening or when it was time for the sheep to move from one area to another, she would call the lamb shepherd. He would obey her voice and start making the noise of a male sheep, calling to all the others to come. As he moved toward her, the bell would ring so that those further off could hear and all would come to her. The lamb shepherd knew the voice of his master, and the sheep likewise trusted their shepherd, for he was one of them. Today we celebrate Good Shepherd Sunday. In our opening prayer as well as in the closing prayer, we'll hear about the, the flock. But throughout the whole Mass, we'll hear the Lamb of God, the Lamb of God. In our second reading, we heard about the blood of the Lamb. Pictured in the front of the amble as well as on the front of the altar is the Lamb, Jesus Christ. The one whom, whom God allowed to become one of us, His very Son. And it's that Lamb whom He trained, who grew in obedience to Him. And it's that lamb, one of us, who has become our shepherd, leading us to green pastures. In our gospel that we just heard, we, we hear Jesus say, My sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. It's rather comforting because this shepherd knows his sheep and the sheep know him and he's going to protect all of his sheep from harm. They will not perish, he says. In, in St. Paul to the Romans, he, he writes this. He goes, I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor present things nor future things nor powers nor height nor depth nor any other creature will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's, it's really comforting. Nothing, no one can keep us out of heaven. Nothing, no one can keep us from entering into eternal life with God. 
then why, don't, why doesn't everyone go to heaven? St. Paul says in another place, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, he says, Do you not know that the unjust will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor boy prostitutes, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor thieves, will inherit the kingdom of God. One might be thinking, well, I thought nothing can separate us from the love of God. I thought nothing can keep us out of heaven. The answer is true. But God does not take away our free will, so nothing out here can keep us out of heaven. But our own free will, we can choose not to hear the voice of the Lamb, the shepherd. And by refusing to listen to his voice, it's not something out here that keeps us out of heaven. But it's the one in here. And yet, sin can't keep us out of heaven if we bring it to Jesus. Sin doesn't even separate us from God when we bring it to Him. It's the reason at the beginning of every Mass we have the penitential rite. We call to mind our sins to repair our hearts to enter into the great mystery of the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. It's also why Jesus gave us the sacrament of confession because when we bring our sins to Him, they're removed and then we can enter into the great beautiful place of heaven. Going back to the image of shepherd and sheep, Psalm 23 is a psalm that's often used or often prayed at, at funerals. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want, and in pastures he gives me repose. He brings me to restful waters. He leads me through difficult paths, etc., etc., Anyone who's grown up on a farm, who's raised cattle or sheep, realizes that when you have animals in a certain pasture for a great length of time, a certain area, and the, the animals can't leave that area, what ends up happening is the grass gets grazed down. So the animals have to be moved from one territory to, to another. In the land of Albania, as well as the land of Jerusalem and the surrounding area, it's very rugged territory. To get from one green patch to another, one had to go through difficult areas. Life may be good at times, but in order for the Lord to bring us to something deeper, to something better, He allows us to go across difficult paths. But nothing in those difficult paths can keep us from the shepherd. Nothing can keep us as we go through those difficulties in our lives from our God. Nothing. As we go through trials, as we cross difficult terrain, the shepherd is always with us. We must stay close to the shepherd and we must always trust in his voice. With that being said, I want to read the second reading again. This, the second reading is, is from the book of Revelation. 
It's the image that John has at the end of time. I'm going to change some of the words because he's seeing this future event, and of course all those in heaven he sees. I want to, to point it out this way. So John has this vision in which he sees people from, from every nation, race, people, and tongue. Jumping ahead to that time. He sees you standing before the throne, before the Lamb, wearing white robes and holding palm branches in your hands. <coughs> then one of the presbyters will say to us, You are the ones who have survived the time of great distress. You have washed your robes and have made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason, you stand before God's throne and worship Him day and night in His temple. The one who sits on the throne will shelter you. He will not, you will not hunger or thirst anymore, nor will the sun or any such thing strike you. For the Lamb who is at the center of the throne will shepherd you and lead you to springs of life-giving water. And God will wipe away every tear from your eyes. I can't wait for that day. It's going to be a beautiful day. Let us obey the shepherd's voice. Let us follow him to the abode of heaven.